Does this sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Apollo. Uh, Joe is on the way. He's coming from an important meeting, but he will be joining us shortly. Uh, but as we have seen repeatedly throughout the last two years, and especially... Uh, throughout all of 2021 and into this year, the establishment who have stolen the voice of the American people, who have robbed this country of the duly elected leader, which uh, we all know is Donald Trump, uh, who have disrespected and robbed the American people not only of their voice but of their rights, uh, as we've seen throughout this COVID pandemic, uh, this pandemic, uh, and it only continues. We have reported a great deal on this show. Uh, featuring a number of extremely intelligent and uh, hardworking patriots who have been fighting and working tirelessly to bring the truth about the election and to expose the unbelievable fraud that I know most of you who are watching here today uh, already know uh, was indeed a fraud. Uh, But without any further ado, we do have a spectacular guest. His name is Jeff O'Donnell. Uh, You've seen his work before here on Conservative Daily here on this show. We've interviewed him before, so he is back with us today because he has some new information, and you're all going to want to uh, to want to hear it. And so, please make sure while we're getting started, smash the Rumble button if you're listening on Rumble. Share this episode because this is going to be important for everyone to understand. So, Jeff O'Donnell, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing great. Thank you uh, very much for having me on again. Oh, it's a it's always a pleasure. Believe me, uh, we are we are blessed, and we are. Uh, myself and everyone else watching this show right now is fortunate enough to have people like you who are doing the hard work uh, and connecting all the dots so that we can actually fix you know, the great injustice that has been perpetrated on this country and we can get back to the, the principles that this country was founded on. So I know that you have uh, a wealth of information that you have to share with us, so I'm going to let you drive. Uh, I know you have the ability to share what you're doing, and if you need me to pull anything up, uh, you let me. You just tell me what to do. But the the wheel is yours, Jeff. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I've been uh, working on the Mesa County uh, database, uh, you know, the the Dominion database for, well, after about seven months, finally have a a more or less final report that was released at the end of last month. And uh, since then, then the the task has gone from... uh, you know, investigating the, you know, to get the report to trying to explain uh, what's in the report uh, <laughs> in ways that everyone can, uh, you know, can can kind of understand it. Because you know, unfortunately, anytime you're talking about, you know, computers and databases and, and all this stuff, if we, you know, if we had to explain something about pencil and paper, we probably wouldn't have to take much time doing it. But um, so what I'd like to do is, is, is uh, I, I've come up with a, a kind of a little PowerPoint presentation that, that 
outlines the points that were made in that report, which sometimes known as the third report or the database report from Mesa. So I'd like to go over that and uh, let's see here. Okay, um, is that looking okay for you there, uh, Apollo? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's a little bit uh, tight. If I don't know if you can if you can zoom it out at all. It looks like it's cutting off a little bit, but we can see the entire screen. Um, okay, I don't know what I can do about that, but let's, let's just go from here and hopefully if something's really bad, let me know. Um, so here's what happened. Here's what the data has told us. Uh, you know, Paul, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an investigator, uh, and I take that seriously. Uh, I don't like swinging accusations. I like much better asking questions. Uh, that hopefully will get answered eventually. <laughs> so here's what happened. The, in, in 2020, 19th of October, uh, the Mesa County clerks began processing ballots. Uh, this was the uh, mail-in ballots that were coming in at that point, obviously, since it was before the election day. So they processed uh, about 8,200 on the first day, on the 19th. And then on 20th, they processed another 11,000 and change. And up until 2.18 p.m. on the 21st, they processed another 62.98, meaning by this time, they had processed uh, almost 26,000 ballots, and uh, that is more than a fourth of what would be the, the final uh, ballot count for the entire county. So at 2.18, something happened in secret behind, in the back of the machine, uh, you know, inside the machine is going on. And this was totally uh, unauthorized. You know, nobody told it to do this. But, but new databases, databases are just collection of the information. Uh, the menu uses several different databases. Well, a couple of the new databases. And hey, Jeff, real, uh, real quick, I'm actually going to put up the slide on my side uh, just so, because uh, I think as you go through it, a, a few of the corners are going to get cut off. Uh, so you can go ahead okay. and bring down the screen share. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it here. And so you just tell me when to keep going. Oh, okay. Hold on then. Okay, so am I still controlling from this end up? Uh, yeah, you can take down the screen share. I've got a, I've got the images up here. Okay. So go ahead and keep going. Just tell me when to go to the next slide. All right. Then, uh, all right, so... You can go ahead and go to the next one and catch up there. Okay, keep going. And um, go, all right, we're almost caught up. Go ahead to the next one. All right, so this is when the 218 on the 21st of October 2020, new databases were created. Uh, it's very important to understand that Mesa County Clerks did nothing to cause this action to happen. Next page, please. So, furthermore, the combination of actions that I'm about to describe is far too complex to be caused by a single accident. Well, initially, the new database was blank. Go on, next, please. And then, batch and ballot information for all but 5,567 ballots was then copied from the original database to the new database. Um, the first 100 ballots were copied over. The next 55, 67 were skipped. 
then the rest of the ballots were copied over. So a total of 20,247 ballot records were copied to the database, leaving the uh, 5567 in the old database. Go ahead. And uh, is it all right if I ask you some questions through that? If you, if I'm getting Absolutely. ahead of you, but, but uh, I want, so I want this to be clear. So just going back to the slide, the first hundred ballots were copied over, but the next five thousand five hundred sixty-seven were skipped. Was that a manual yeah. process? Was that something in the, in in the code, or when they changed over uh, a software update? What, wh why did that occur? This, we, we don't know exactly why it occurred, but we know that it was not a manual process. All of this was. was was going on in the background and the, the clerks who were running the election and counting, uh, counting ballots at that time had no idea what was going on. Okay, gotcha. All right, we'll move on. Thank you. So then those copied ballots, the ones that were copied, were reprocessed as if they were new, uh, even causing some of the ballots that had been copied to go through manual adjudication again. Manual adjudication is when the computer can't tell what the voter meant, who the voter meant to vote for on one of the races. So at that point, it, it, it takes humans, a, a team of, uh, uh, of election personnel, who then get a chance to look at the image of the ballot, and then they decide if they can tell who the person meant to vote for. However, interestingly enough, the number of ballots that were marked uh, for manual or human adjudication the first time is greater than the number of ballots marked the second time. Okay, go ahead. So the original database with those 5,500, uh, record of 5,500 votes is never used again. Uh, details about the ballots which were not copied, such as the, uh, you know, how they were adjudicated, the time they were processed, and other things are now completely hidden from the Mesa County clerk. Uh, appropriate metaphor is that at this point, the election system had two sets of books, and one of them was hidden from view. All right, continue. And this is, of course, now that we've seen Election Bill SB uh, 22153 rolled out, it's, uh, you, you see this stuff and you, you don't have to think too hard about why they might be rolling out uh, legislation like that. But uh, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, again, I can't tell you what an unusual and inexplicable procedure uh, this is. So, uh, so the remainder of the election went on, leading up to a total of 91,600 ballots. Uh, counting continues as uh, normal, whatever that is, in, in, the, in this election. Um, so go ahead. So here, now we're down to the, to the uh, you know, those are the facts. And this is, you know, in the report, now these are my sort of expert opinions on this. The 20,000 and some ballots that were copied to the new database can't be considered valid because they were subjected to unauthorized reprocessing. The chain of custody, essentially, on these ballots is shattered, and the original vote selected on these ballots is unknown because this was an opportunity as those ballots were reprocessed to do the votes differently. And the fact that the uh, different different numbers were sent to human adjudication uh, is is the strong indicator that something changed about them. So is there... Do you have a theory about why those numbers would have been different in the number that were sent to human adjudication? Or is it just a giant red flag that we know something's wrong? 
Well, it's, it's a giant red flag, and what my my theory, my opinion is that at this point things were not going well for the uh, for however the system thought the election should have gone, and it gave it a chance to reprocess those twenty thousand ballots and perhaps correct uh, some some. <laughs> Some votes that uh, people didn't vote the way they expected them to or wanted them to. All right, so the next one. Yeah, we can we can continue, please. Now, there's 5,567 ballots that were left in the original database and uh, not copied. Well, uh, in my opinion, can't be considered valid either because an effort was made to hide their existence from the Mesa County Clerk. Uh, some of them exhibit impossibly flat, fast loading times. By that I mean it takes a certain amount of time. It takes about a minute, uh, at least, to uh, scan a, a batch of 100 ballots. Yet we see uh, we see times in the database that are mere seconds or within the same second apart, indicating they weren't scanned from paper in the usual manner. There's there's other uh, uh, evidence that also leads to the fact that these these originals, the ones that were left there, were hidden from you for a reason. So uh, go ahead. So I want to recap just real quick, Jeff. Your uh, yep. your microphone is, is coming in real statically right now. Uh, so some of the audience is having a hard time uh, hearing you. But what you were just mentioning about that is that, and it's something that we've heard before, that these batches were coming in a few seconds apart, which is physically impossible. Is is uh, maybe he just disconnected. Uh, but for those of you listening on the audio version, uh, Jeff is uh, he's going to try and fix his his mic real quick. Um, actually, do we have him back? Yes, I've, I'm sorry. I fixed the microphone problem. I apologize. Ah, perfect. There we go. Uh, yes, so let's, sorry. Uh, no, no problem. Uh, let's go back uh, what you were talking about, uh, how close those those uh, how close those batches were coming in. Yes, uh, for instance, the uh, uh, the second through the, uh, I believe, 11th, 10, 10 batches. So batches, in Mesa County's uh, case, about 100 ballots in a batch. It's a stack of paper that they, they scan all at one time. Uh, those 10 came in with the same, within the same uh, minute, uh, actually much less than that, uh, impossibly fast. It indicates that the uh, those the, the, the digital information about those batches may have already been on the system before the, uh, when the election began. And again, they, these, are, these are questions. Uh, they, they're extremely unusual. They, they don't make sense in a how things should work kind of way uh, at all. And they're, they're, they're very suspicious, extremely suspicious. Yeah, and essentially, and so for those of you who might not have, have followed some of the previous episodes, I know most of you have, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you're referring to the, the time that it takes, we'll, we'll just, you know, uh, to be really simple about it, to scan in these ballots. Uh, there's no possible way, it's not physically possible for this many of them to have been scanned in so quickly. And so that information must, must have been stored somewhere else prior to this actually occurring. Yes, that's, that's absolutely true. There's okay, no other you. explanation for that. Okay, so let's let's go to the next one. Uh, therefore, you know, my contention is that all of those twenty, almost twenty-six thousand ballots that were processed, 
can't be considered legitimate unless you compare the votes in the database and the ones, in, and frankly, the votes that were reported in the official results with the votes on the original paper ballots. Uh, there are digital ballot images, but uh, for reasons that we're uh, not quite sure of, there are companion files that go with these ballot images in, in a lot of uh, other counties that they, they prove the authenticity and what exact time that the, uh, the ballot images were created and make sure that they weren't altered. Uh, those, those companion files, they don't exist, so we can't use them to, uh, you know, to prove or disprove <laughs> uh, whether those, well, those ballot images may have been altered as well. And again, why don't those, why don't, why doesn't the, the corroborating, you know, files, why don't they exist? We've, we've, we've heard a hundred different theories on that from, I mean, it's, it's always a possibility that they were deleted. It's possible that the setting, that, that a setting that, that causes them to be created was uh, turned off. Uh, it's also possible that the equipment that they chose uh, doesn't support that. Uh, and uh, we're not getting real good answers to be able to decide which one of those it is. All we know is they're not there. Would seem like important information for uh, an election in the United States of America. It, it's, it's, it's critical information if you want to uh, audit or examine, investigate uh, the veracity of the count, of the, you know, the count of votes. Well, and given that this is a voting system, which is, you know, again, running the election systems in our country, you would think that would be a capability of the machines or a function that they would, I would think, have to be able to, uh, you know, to handle. Well, it points to a larger issue, Apollo, in that, uh, as I hope many people know by now, there are federal and state retention requirements for election materials, uh, election data, election materials. And there is, anytime we find something missing, the answer is always, well, we don't consider those to be election-related materials. Um, the, the log files, um, Windows server and, and any operating system, it keeps files that, that keep a, a record of what happened on that machine from uh, network access, uh, installed programs, running programs, lo user logins or failures. That's all very critical information when you're going and you're trying to do an analysis of what happened uh, in, a, in a computer. Uh, those, because of a setting in the, uh, in the Windows Server system, they uh, overwrite uh, very frequently. There was too small of a uh, file size uh, for it. So as a result, a lot of the files that, that I would look for, uh, maybe four or five days worth of information, uh, maybe a, little, you know, a few more than that, and they get uh, they get overwritten, and so you know, and and, and I've heard the, the pushback to that as well. That's not uh, that's not data for the election. That's not election data. Uh, however, it just makes sense to me, and I think others, that any information that would be required to validate what happened in an election would be a critical election record, which would include things like the the. Uh, the verifying files for the uh, uh, for the ballot images, as well as you know these log files and things like that. But uh, 
everything that uh, everything we find that they deleted, they say, well, those weren't really uh, those weren't really election materials. Uh, I've even heard that from some places, even among the ballot images themselves, uh, that were deleted. Uh, they're saying, well, those aren't those are just images; those aren't election materials. So, unfortunately, I guess you know, interpretation of the law there has uh, really left open the gate uh, as far as allowing them to get rid of a lot of information that that would help us to solve this great mystery <laughs> of what happened. <laughs> Well, and it's uh, and I, I don't want to take too much time because I know you have a lot more to go through. But uh, if you saw, do, have you seen any of the videos out of uh, I believe it was Pennsylvania? We had uh, Stephanie Lambert on, and that was exactly what these people were caught on camera saying was, as they were destroying evidence, which is very clearly, uh, if you're being honest, very clearly, uh, you know, uh, voter or uh, election records that should have been should have been kept and they're on camera saying that's not uh there's no audit value in the information that we're destroying and what we're getting rid of you know it, until someone actually gets prosecuted for violating this law no one is going to take that law seriously and to my knowledge uh unless i've missed it uh i don't think anyone even who has admitted as, as they did in pennsylvania and it's not the only place admitted to it has ever had to suffer any consequences for it and until that happens, it's you know what's the uh, you know the, and also the the penalties, at least the federal penalties, are very low. It's a maybe thousand dollar fine and six months in jail. When you compare that to the penalties for defrauding an election, that's a small price to pay. Um, so it, the system is not set up quite right legally and uh, <laughs> statute wise. I think uh, that is very run, clearly uh, true. Extremely federal elections. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you go on, uh, Jeff. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go and see what we got next here. Okay. Now we have the really interesting thing. A few months later, uh, there was a municipal election held for the city of Grand Junction, which is held on the same machines in Mesa County, and they began counting in March uh, mail-in ballots again, and the same thing happened. It was a you know different smaller election, different amount of votes, but at a certain period of the election, without the clerks being aware or doing anything, some were copied over, some were left, some were reprocessed, uh, and it was the same thing happened again. So this completely, to to my mind and my opinion, rules out an accident because how you know that same accident isn't going to happen. Uh, you know, twice in a row, and it happened at different points, and there were some slightly different uh, uh, ways that the data was was uh, was sorted when it came over the second time. But it was the same central thing. So, next page, please. We'll get to the, getting to an important point here. Okay, yeah, this is this is the actual details of that. Uh, in this case, it was uh, about out of eighty five hundred ballots, uh, about halfway, a little less, about forty percent through the election. Uh, 4,000 were copied to a new database and reprocessed. 4,458 were left in the original database, which was then unused. And essentially, those were hidden from the clerks at that point. Again, they could not pull up any information if they had tried on those, uh, even though their votes are counted in the results. So continue, please. The votes are counted in the results, but the clerks don't have the ability to see any of them. They would, Yeah, they would not have the ability to pull those up. 
uh, of the four city council races held in that election, the largest margin of victory was approximately 3,000 votes. I want people to look at the paragraph above that. You've got 8,540 votes in question here. 3,000 votes is the largest margin of victory. Uh, one of the things people constantly push back at is, well, maybe there was, maybe something bad happened here, but it wouldn't change the election. Uh, that goes out the window here. This, I mean, this is like, this is a factor of three almost, right? The margin of victory is yeah, nearly well, a third of just this. Of the total number of votes that I consider to be, uh, un, uh, you know, unverifiable, unvalidatable. Gold standard of elections, huh? Securest election in history. <laughs> All right, so we'll get to the we'll get to what's there in, in a minute. Um, uh, if we could, uh, so that is the essence. There's a lot more information in Report Three, which you can find uh, uh, a lot of places uh, out on the internet. Uh, it's on my site, which is uh, megaraccoon.com. Uh, M-A-G-A raccoon.com and uh, you know other places as well I advise anyone to take a look at it read it I think you know if you're uh, not the most technical person the first few pages kind of goes through things in a, in a, in a kind of clear English way if you are a technical person there is actually the information in there that would allow you to uh, essentially check you, you check my work <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, which is very nice there. You know, anyone uh, and and actually, as as the image is available, it's in the wild. You know, someone uh, in, in a number of different places, and if somebody wants to pull down that image, and uh, yeah, that's the uh, uh, that's it. And under reports, there you have the Mesa County report providing database manipulation. That's it, uh, right there. Uh, if you want to see the PowerPoint you just saw, that's underneath that as well. And a bunch of other things that I've been working on as well. Yeah, that's the that's the cover of it. But. Well, and it's uh, you know, I I'm not surprised anymore, as I'm I'm sure you're not. But people like yourself and so many others that we've had on the show and that we've spoken with, they, uh, you know, they are more than willing to have their work checked. They like to say, "Hey, here's what I found. Everyone else, look mm -hmm. at it. Let's let's all pull together, see see what we find," and. Uh, Meanwhile, we have here in Colorado and all over the country, the Secretary of State and the people who are supposedly in charge of these investigations and who, by all uh, of our knowledge, have been entrusted with ensuring that the elections have occurred uh, with a fair degree of, uh, of safety and they've occurred without fraud and that we can be confident in the, in the results of that election. And yet we are told that uh, it's proprietary information. We are not allowed to see it. Uh, we, don't, we, we should just trust the, you know, we should trust the, the officials. It's not just Colorado, as I'm sure you're aware. It's uh, happening in, in, in quite a few states. Not all. Some states uh, are, are, are very good about allowing at least some of the information to come out. Uh, but others use... Uh, what really kind of uh, upsets me is when information is denied for instance, if you're, you know, what we're looking for are basically just different ways of seeing how they counted the votes. Uh, nothing we ask for, ask for how, you know, tell how somebody voted or anything like that. It's just a different way of counting the votes. And sometimes it's for those images of the ballots uh, so that hopefully we can uh, 
you know, can see if, if, if those match up or have any issues with them as well. Uh, but, you know, some of them even, you know, will use very old statutes that clearly were written when all we had was paper. They don't specifically reference, uh, you know, digital files, that sort of thing. But they're still being used to prevent access, uh, you know, in, in many places to the information we need to uh, figure it out. But I, I will say we've gotten information from enough places that uh, we're, we're, we're pretty far ahead of the game, I think, in uh, determining how this, this went down. So, so I'm thankful for the uh, counties and uh, states that have been very cooperative. Well, I'm, the the people are lucky, and with the with the assistance and the the hard work that you and others have been doing, it, we're finally at least starting to see exactly how much malfeasance occurred. Uh, the I think the only the the steps that we're we still have yet to see are uh, people actually be prosecuted, uh, have any of these individuals held accountable, and see the election systems here in Colorado and all across the nation where we're seeing the same things, have them restored. Uh, to a place that we actually have an election system in this country. Because at this point, as far as I'm concerned, we have uh, a selection system, and it does not serve the people. I agree, and it's hard to find anything good that has come out of uh, everything that's happened. But at least it has created a long overdue national discussion on how we run our elections. And uh, I think that the overwhelming uh, number of people are, are realizing that, you know, ceding our elections to a few election management companies, ceding uh, our registrations to a few third party, uh, many times leftist organizations to handle uh, overseeing our, our voter registrations. We need to take that control back uh, in, in all ways. Yeah, and I know I know you have more information to go through, so I, I want to get back to it. Um, but I mean, that's what we've seen from every level, from the vendors that supposedly were awarded fair contracts, and we find out that's not the case, uh, to the you know operations of these same vendors, uh, the financial investments, the the ownership, uh, and then the uh, the incestuous relationships that they have with other people who are in charge of ensuring you know the safety and security of our elections, the, from top to bottom. Uh, we're seeing the, the entire thing is a is a circus. It's a banana republic. Um, but do you want? So yeah, do you want to? Do you yeah, want to go into a second? Did pull back the curtain. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely did. In in a lot of ways, the the chaos and the the nonsense that we have seen in the last two years has been the greatest blessing that uh, the people of this country have ever had because we've finally been able to pull the blinders away uh, and see the forest for the trees. Um, do you want to jump into this next? That's true. Uh, do you want to jump into this next uh, PDF? If, if you could, the one that's uh, the vote analysis, uh, uh, the vote analysis one. All right. So what you just heard is my analysis of the database. It's in the report. It's a very serious fact-based analysis and fact-based, you know. What I'm going to show you now is, is what to me is the result of what we saw in the report. So... Much of what I'm going to show you, at least at first, again, they are facts. They, they are, are just facts. Uh, at the end, I'm going to then make some assumptions based on those facts, but I want to make sure it's very clear the delineation, uh, because 
the, the next question people always ask me after they have looked through the report is, well, what difference did it make? What do you think happened? So I'd like to run you through a couple of slides here to show you. The first is for information. The left hand is was 2016, Trump versus Clinton. The right hand was 2020, Trump versus Biden in Mesa County. Okay. Um, it is interesting that Trump got 1.5% less and uh, Biden got 6.8% more than the 2016 election. Uh, kind of keep those numbers. It's a, it's a swing of about 8.3% uh, from 2016 to 2020. And in fact, if you factor in all of the races, Colorado actually had an overall swing that was closer to, I'm sorry, Mesa County had a closer to 11% uh, swing as far as you know kind of raw vote percentages from democrat to republicans um, next next slide please all right so again now this is this is the analysis of what happened right if you recall i told you that 54 27 so the, we're only looking at mail-in so the numbers are going to be a little little bit less mesa was the vast majority of votes were, were mail-in votes uh so we've left the uh We've left the in-person votes on election day out of this discussion to avoid the whole, well, Trump people vote on election day and Democrats vote mail-in. We're going to go apples and apples here, and we're just going to be looking at mail-in votes only. That's, and for that's, everyone listening, I think this is important, because, and forgive me, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but and it's a question that I hear all the time. I know I know that in a lot of, on a lot of these shows, a lot of the individuals we've met with, you know, they say, okay, there's all this fraud. There's all these uh, all these issues with the machines. Where why were certain batches counted, and not counted? The chain of custody is completely destroyed. Uh, but then a lot of times, what we see from the uh, from the people running these these operations is, oh well, okay, maybe there were some problems, but uh, you know it didn't affect the election. Uh, so I, I I hope that this is uh, this can answer some of that question. Yeah, I I think I think that it can now. Remember those numbers that I just showed you, that showed you the uh, 30, uh, go back to that slide again, if you would, the one right before it, just to get an idea again. You, know, you had it from 2016, you had 64 to 28, um, you know, essentially you think of it as almost a 65% Trump County, okay? All right, go on down now, all right? The first, uh, those 5,427 ballots, the ones that were essentially hidden they were left in the original database, which wasn't used anymore. They were within three votes of 50-50 between Trump and Biden. Three. Now, this three, three votes. <laughs> uh, that is, in, in a county as red as Mesa, there's your first red flag. Uh, that, that something, you know, out of 5,427 ballots, that there was a... Something that quite that might not be quite right here. All right, so go on to the next. Now we're going to keep the 5,500 there. Now we're going to show you, uh, as far as the ones that were reprocessed, the ones that went through that that secret uh, uh, reprocessing. Uh, 19,529 mail-in ballots. So you'll see you have again a very very narrow margin: 51.4% Trump, 48.6 Biden. Uh, again, very odd. I'm like, make make one note about mail-in ballots. In general, 
or all of our analysis and everyone we've talked to, people decide to fill out their mail-in ballots when they decide to fill them out. They put them in the mail when they decide to put them in the mail. The mail gets them to the... The point is that as far as just mail-in ballots are concerned, you don't line up at the post office by precinct or by party. Any particular group of mail-in ballots should be roughly, with, with some degree of, of difference, but roughly the same as any other. It's a random process of when people decide to send their mail-in ballots. When you keep that in mind, please. All right, so again, now again, these 19,529 are showing uh, almost a, a, a real horse race, okay, in there. Now, the next one is going to show you, after the reprocessing was done, all the rest, 54,000 and some ballots, go ahead uh, and go to the next page, what the ratio was. 67 to 32. Wow. Wow, indeed. Wow. Okay. Okay. So this, I hate statistics. I want to tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, statistics are useful to point you in the right direction of where to look to find hard evidence. But very few people were ever swayed by statistics. I understand that. Particularly not judges <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> well we've seen that right. we've definitely seen that yes. recently how however uh this what you're seeing on the screen right now is statistically impossible how, and they, go ahead to the next screen. i haven't seen them try to explain that have they tried to explain those statistics at all like these types of numbers here no. in colorado no not that i have not gotten to my desk Explain, right, so if you can explain, one. sorry, right. Jeff, if you can explain real quickly yeah, for no, the please. audience, for people who might not understand uh, statistics, can you explain in a, in a few words why this is unbelievably ridiculous? The, the difference between the, the first two sets and the last set, which is actually larger, uh, given the makeup of Mesa, given the history of Mesa voting, uh, given what the final uh, results would be, all of those things, uh, and, and the fact that you know, there is no discernible pattern, you know, these, these mail-in votes are essentially random coming in. Uh, we've done, you know, testing. What we like to show sometimes is you should be able to take groups of these ballots and just totally randomize and switch them around and get approximately the same sort of... Uh, uh, if you're like graphing it as a line across, you're going to be about the same line because they they are uh, they they are essentially random. Again, there could be fluctuations, and there are. Uh, but this degree uh, is it, it puts it outside the realm of uh, credulity. I guess is the big ten cent word I'll use there. <laughs> and uh, and and then. If you do go to the next slide, you'll see the overall, the final mail-in results of everything. Okay, and you'll see that the uh, what happened in those first two sections of, of votes brought down um, a little more than five percent. It was about a five percent change uh, in what had happened in the last fifty-four thousand. And, and I'll say it's, and again, this is my opinion. My opinion is that third set of, of bars there is 
closer to what how Mesa County actually voted. So, uh, and and what I'm going to be telling you in a minute is, is under that assumption. Again, this is a, a an informed assumption, and it is meant to raise questions. Hopefully, we can get someone to start answering those questions uh, as to what could ex possibly explain this in a way that makes uh, sense in a rational world. Okay, well, in so these, uh, in these, I'm going to do an ad read, read, uh, ad read yep. real quick. Um, so before we move on, I do have to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by Air Medcare Network. Uh, if you live in a rural area that is hard to reach by road, uh, or if you like to hike, spend a lot of time outdoors, or if you just want fire insurance in case you do ever need air medical transport, uh, health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight, but with Air Medcare Network, you are covered for as little as $85 a year. Not only you, but your entire household will be covered. Uh, these can be ex very, very expensive medical bills. Uh, so it's fire insurance. Use it. It's a great value. They've been a great sponsor uh, of ours for a long time, and uh, there's a great value here. So if you are a conservative daily member, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily, and you will get up to an, a $50 e-gift card back when you sign up today. Uh, so again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. And we do have uh, Joe Oldman in studio. Uh, welcome, Joe. Hey, how you doing? Right. What's up, Jeff? Sorry. Hey, listen, I got caught in Hi, traffic. Joe. I got caught in traffic that was um, just not normal. It was abnormal traffic. But I'm here now. How are you doing, Jeff? You've been dropping bombs on us. Doing good. I'm trying. He has been uh, showing us the questions question. that... Yeah, he has been showing us... Uh, we just actually... Uh, he just... Uh, revealed to everyone uh, some, some things that a lot of us already knew, but the fact that there are so many questions about the numbers that he has been showing us that demand answers. These are not things that they can explain away or they can, uh, they can say we can uh, push off until the next election. Uh, these, these are questions that need to be answered now regarding the 2020 election and what has just happened here, uh, here but also all across the, the country. So you're, what you're saying is, is that you were able to dig further into the numbers and show the actual manipulation of the vote before and after. Well, one thing to understand is that because of the way that the Dominion system is set up, uh, we have no way without going back to the paper to tell what the original intent on <clears throat> almost 20,000 of those ballots really was because we only see the end. We only see, you know, if, if something is overwritten, there's absolutely no way to tell that it was overwritten, what the original value was. So okay. we see the effect. We see the effect at the end. So I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to take myself off screen, uh, but I'm going to let you guys uh, go back into it. Uh, so I'm going to put the PowerPoint up. Uh, again, Jeff, and uh, you're driving again. Okay. We do have one more. Okay, so IP Vanish. Um, IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet with exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. When you use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick while you're streaming, um, you all your data will be encrypted. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browser history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your phys physical location will be hidden. It makes you virtually invisible online. 
Uh, IPVanish is offering a credible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take back your privacy today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5. Go to IPVanish.com slash daily. Guys, you got to go to the IPVanish.com slash daily and use promo code daily for your 70% off. And claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash daily. Yeah, so so Joe, if you, uh, this is kind of new information here. It, it tells you what, uh, the, there were three different sets of ballots in Mesa. Uh, there were the ones that were hidden, there were the ones that were reprocessed, and then there was the ones that came after all that nonsense was done. And it shows that, you know, of the ones that were hidden, you have a 50-50 the ones that were reprocessed, you had a 51-48, a, a very close margin. Afterwards, these are all mail-in votes, mind you. No, no in-person votes are, are, uh, are being included here. Uh, the last 54,000 after that uh, had a 67-32, which is within shouting distance of actually what the 2016 results were uh, in the, in the uh, uh, Trump-Clinton uh, election. So I think that, you know, again, this raises questions. Like anybody can look at this and see that uh, it does not look, uh, it doesn't look like the fairest election in, in, in U.S. history or most secure. Um, so now... So basically what you're doing is you're yes. showing us the function, the function of getting to a fixed point outcome. And so the 50-50, yes. we, we've talked about this before, Let's hypothetically say that it's 70%, 30%, 70% for Trump and 30% for Biden. Well, the, the way to get it to where it's really close is that you would inject 1,000 votes on both sides. Now you have 1,007 votes and you have 1,003 votes if you have seven and three, right? And now you're at a 50-50 margin. And you know that's the type of math. And guys, this is not conjecture. This is not me making things up. This is not you know, me taking an educated guess. I want to be really clear. What we know happened inside of the machines is that they manipulated votes. They went in and they literally made it so you could not see. You cannot see the logs because they overwrote themselves. And not just one log, Jeff, right? They overwrote the logs related to the uh, McAfee system security. They overwrote the logs related to every part that would allow you to see any fingerprints of someone going in or out of the machine or any alterations that would have happened as a result of any sort of adverse or outside command. Correct? Uh, yes. Yes, and, and that, that's true. And, you know, it it looks to me, and this is just a educated uh, opinion, looking at what you're looking at now, it looks to me that this is the result of a reprocessing of votes that should have looked like the third column down to what we see in the second column, which is very close to what we had in the first column, which was the, uh, the ones that were basically hidden away. Okay. So why is there not a lawsuit right now against to get access to the paper ballots? Maybe there is. I don't, I'm unaware. I'm not a lawyer, unfortunately. I just talk to about six of them a day. Okay. But there should be. 
so, uh, absolutely. So, so I think this is where, where it gets messy is that we, you know, yesterday I testified in at the Capitol and I just said, look, all we want is fair and free elections. We want you to represent the people that you're up there to represent. And I walked through all the things that were important to me. You know, that, that frankly, it's not, it's not about Republican or Democrat. It's about whether or not you, you really believe what you're saying. And Jeff, we're, we're at this kind of critical place where we start talking about the, the evidence that you're putting forth. And there's been a lot of time spent on this. I mean, a lot of time. And yet they sat up there, these pieces of trash, not just, not just Democrats, by the way, Matt Crane, the total heap of, of dumpster fire that runs the Colorado County Clerks and Recorders Association, which, by the way, is funded by Soros and other deep-seated money, including uh, Zuckerberg and others, stood up there and said it's disinformation. He parroted the same left-wing rhetoric that the left-wing parrots. And yet here you're showing us evidence that is indisputable. Um, I, yeah, I, I certainly think so. And the, uh, I mean, the, the issues at hand, of, of course, are, are, are critical. Um, and the fact that people don't want us to get to the bottom of things. I mean, I think you understand, I didn't want to fight this. No. You know, when I first got into this, uh, I was interested, but I spent as much time trying to prove that nothing happened as I did that something happened, which is the job of an, invest you know, an investigator. Right. Uh, and, and, and it's frustrating when you find so much uh, different evidence everywhere, and, you know, all states, all counties that we, that we look at, we, we see evidence, but then we're denied the ability to, to see the, the documentation, the data, okay, that would either explain it or confirm that, that, that there was you know, fraud or whatever you want to put it. Uh, it, it it's very frustrating, uh, and and it, it, it kind of stretches the uh, uh, it stretches the patience uh, of many people who are trying to work on this, because we don't understand. I don't understand what benefit there is to not giving out data on the election. Uh, you know, I, I agree. You can't give out data that, that identifies how a voter voted. I get that. Okay. But anything else, you know, when we're asking for things, as I said before, this is, we're asking for just kind of different views of how the election was counted and, and, and some of the documents that they have there. I don't know how they justify to themselves not allowing this, because if you think you ran the gold standard of elections, if I did, if I thought I ran the gold standard of elections, I would want everyone to see it. I would want everybody, I would want to prove it. But they're I liars, Jeff. They're, they're liars. Yes. And let me just tell I, you, <laughs> before Mike Lindell came up on Tuesday, and he came to the Capitol and had a rally, the day before, the county clerks and associate county clerks got together on the steps with Channel 9 and said, the time is now for you to show us the proof. Right? They got on Channel 9 and said the time is to, to show us the proof. And we're like, okay. Yeah. Done. I let's, saw the, uh, let's go. So the, yeah. that day, we reached out to Matt uh, Crane, that traitor, treacherous piece of trash. And we said, 
we'll show you the proof. And he goes, the time for debate is over. Well, what, well hold on a second. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday you said, yesterday you said, show us the proof. And we said, okay, we will show you the proof. Let's do it. It was Mr. an explosion Clay? offer, Joe. Huh? It's, it's, it it's propaganda. Offer. It's propaganda. <laughs> it's propaganda. Let's call it what it is. It's propaganda. And these people are trash. They are un-American, traitors to our nation. Every last one of them. You know, one of the things that I wanted to point out is that your little neighbor to the west there, Utah, is yeah. pulling the same stuff and not getting, uh, not getting the same notice as they should because uh, some, some of the things they're doing are even worse, frankly, than what's the terrible things that are going on with, uh, with, with Colorado in terms of, of, of hiding access to data. Um, and one has to, you know, always question, you know, a nice, nice red, red state, Utah, you know, won't even, uh, you know, won't allow us to explain why uh, the Governor Cox got 53,000 more votes in the election than Trump did. Uh, and that's, that, that, those were all centered in three, three counties, those 53,000 votes. Um, well, I mean, we can't get the information that we need to track it uh, properly to see, you know, why this happened. Because it's definitely, a, it's an anomaly. It's a big anomaly. They've declared the war on the American yeah. people. I mean, let's call it what it is. They have declared war on the American people. They've declared war on the American people. And, and, and I'm going to stop pretending that, that it's not a real war. That they, that they have not infiltrated... To, to literally destroy Americans' lives. Opportunity for Americans. Because that's what they've done. And, and we want to sit here and act as if, ah, you know, it's happened for decades. They've been doing this stuff for decades. No, no, no. 2020 was the last great steal. It was, it was, the, it was to complete it. So we, I, I'm done thinking that, that we, we can sit around and just, you know, kumbaya this through the, the, the judiciary. And you talk about, you know, Utah, that piece of trash, Romney, I'm sorry, I'm going to dehumanize them because that's what they are. They're, they are literally less than a million Americans have died during this, pan, this pandemic. And they could have stopped that from happening, right? Millions yes. of Americans have lost it. their businesses, I everything that. that they have as a result of these really evil people. So let's stop thinking this is a victimless crime to steal elections. There are lots of victims and they're all start with Americans give out free phones to the people on the on the southern border let them come across with impunity let them kill and rape innocent women and children that's like gangs bring uh, fentanyl over so that they can feed it to our kids I mean this is what we're up against Jeff and I know that you're just on the the part dealing with the election but it has to weigh on your mind oh it does that's all I I, <laughs> I stayed frequently that you know, stolen elections have consequences, and we see those consequences everywhere, spread out throughout. It's 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 almost like a biblical plague or set of plagues that has beset our country since the uh, since the election of November third, and it's just one thing after another. Uh, so it, you can't decouple uh, you can't decouple what's you know what's happening destroying our culture and, and, and 
I said kill, actually, you know, killing people, you know, yeah. leaving soldiers, leaving people to die in Afghanistan, all those things. Uh, it, 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 they, they all come stem from the same source, and that is November third. Okay, so so I, I know I interrupted coming into this with with the uh, PowerPoint. We have more to go through. Uh, I think that that you know, I, I just kind of mentioned. I, I just wanted the only other thing that else that I had was to uh, you know mention the fact that that your na your neighbor Utah uh, has clamped down totally uh, on any data, any clerks, you're threatening clerks. Uh, with with uh, being arrested if they if so much as give any piece of data out, uh, it, it's you know, I, I had I had trouble from numerous counties simply getting final totals by precinct. You know the thing that everybody oh let me go out and look and see what my uh, how my uh, individual precinct voted. I do that all the time. There were some counties that don't even publish that. Is how tied up Utah is in trying to this this you know, secrecy, uh, and you know it's just <laughs> said by a million people before I'm about to say it. If you got nothing to hide, why are you hiding? Well, and I, I don't understand why people are not data curious. I said it last night. Why are you not data curious? Why are you not looking at this? And, and I said, look, I was a tech CEO. You're not talking to some guy off the street that's decided to you know, talk about Eric Coomer. I, I'm not that guy. I didn't sacrifice all of this so that I could get involved in some conspiracy theory. These pieces of trash literally are doing this because they don't want the truth. The truth is not convenient, and it doesn't follow the narrative of the left or the right because the people are the ones that have been left behind. All of them, both sides. All of us. All of us. We're all victims. But we're not going to act like it. We're going to be fighters instead. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm all for standing and fighting. I, I don't know how to not fight. I know that you don't know how to not fight. But, but, but the further we get down this, this rabbit hole, the more we start to realize that there's some, real, there's some big evil. Well, let's, not bad people that, do want, that want a political party. These are evil, evil, evil people. I, uh, I, I can't, I wish I could disagree with you. Believe me, I wish I could. But so, you see so, it. So this new evidence you have, or clarified it, where, where is it going next? Where, well, as always, it will go where the data leads. Um, I guess there was one more slide. Could you bring that last uh, the, the one we were looking up last? I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and go this based upon this information. Now this this is speculative. I just want to say this is not related to the report I gave out. This is my speculative opinion to give an example of what's at stake in terms of an individual election or a national election based on this. Can you go to the next page, please? All right, so if you consider the fact that the first set of batches, which in my opinion was not, not real at all, that's an additional 2,715 votes for Biden. If you take the assumption that the second column of red and blue should have looked like the third column of red and blue, 
that's 3,119 different votes or additional votes. So we're talking a potential possible 5,834 5, additional votes in one county, Mesa County, out of 90,000 votes cast. I will leave it as an exercise to the listener to figure out what, what, what that same sort of uh, percentage would mean if you applied that throughout an entire state. Uh, but I will tell you, it will, <laughs> it will change you. It's a lot. It's millions and millions and millions of votes. Millions. All right. Well, Jeff, I'm sorry that I was late to the party. That's I forgive you, Joe. You're a good guy. I, I tried to get here. I was a little frustrated. I called and, and thank, thank goodness for Apollo um, because uh, I go, can you go live? <laughs> People are waiting. We got to go live right now. Well, where are you? I'm trying to get there. <laughs> Better be careful. He's going to take your job. He did a great job there. Joe. Hey, listen, he, he, he does take it very often, actually. So he does a great job, and and he knows how to either speak Chinese or pronounce Chinese names. So he's like my new favorite friend. I'm like, what is this? He goes, Jing Peng Pang Yong Ding Dong Yong Pong, and I'm like, are you serious? You actually got that? You said it right away. It's a it's a secret superpower of mine. It it really is. I can't even order at a Chinese restaurant. So. Oh, it's uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> He was going through it. He's like, Jinping, Zhang, Shengtong, Xing. And I was like, how in the world? And I, I'm like on the third syllable. I'm still over here at the Xing part. I'm like, Sh There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, by the way, you know what his other superpower is, Jeff? You know Apollo's other superpower? Uh -oh. um, he actually writes backwards. Do you, do you know? I mean, I, I want to show you this because this, he, he writes entire sen sentences this way. I'm going to write it here because I, I learned to, I, I tried to, <laughs> hold on, I'm actually doing this here. Ah, oh, here we go. He'll write stuff like that. You see, I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that? Yeah, a little bit. See how it's backwards? Is it backwards on for you? Yeah, you did pretty good. Yeah, I can I see, Joe. see the Joe. There we go. Joe yeah, is, Joe. Joe is here. Yeah. Oh, look at Here. that. Good there job. Go. Good job. So, but he writes entire biographies backwards. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, my brain's no, a little bit. I've got wires crossed, so. Wired different. Uh, wired differently. Yeah. We we thought he was a lizard person, but we haven't been able to prove that yet. <laughs> we were gonna <laughs> there, send it's a lot more chance. speculative than the fact that the 2020 elections was stolen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll give you the final word. And, Jeff, I want to get you on for a panel. Um, we're going to be putting on a panel here um, early next week, I think on Monday. Um, and the, I want to sit down and just walk through it. And I want to I'm, – I'm doing a deep dive into uh, Matt Crane, his wife who worked for Dominion Voting Systems, and uh, Sequoia before that uh, worked really close hand-in-hand -hand with Eric Coomer. He's actually good friends with Eric Coomer. Um, but I'm going to do a deep dive into Matt Crane. I'm going to do a deep dive into Wayne Williams and other people in Colorado. And then I'm going to start moving on to, to places like Wisconsin, talk about Robin Voss. And we're going to go to uh, uh, Georgia and talk about Kemp. And we've been able to trace a bunch of stuff back to some really bad people. It's like a big organized crime unit 
um, that frankly goes all the way to the top. So we're going to get you on that if we can um, early next week. Sounds good. Yeah, I guess I would just say, you know, the information that, you know, I showed here, I hope I delineated to, you know, the, the, the things on my report are, are, you know, based on fact and seven months of, uh, uh, of analysis. You know, I shared with you then some, some new sort of things that come out of that that and you know and then and then some of my you know kind of informed speculations and i hope i've uh, delineated well uh between those but i guess what i say is the only way to know for sure is to get open access to our r i mean r i mean our the citizens voting uh voter records you know the, the records of of, of the votes that came in and what they have, the paper. I mean, I wish it weren't so, uh, but it is the case. The only way to get to the bottom of what happened specifically in Mesa is going to involve getting back to the original paper, if that's even still available. Well, I, th I think that, that that's the issue, right? Is it, if it's even if it's still available because they have tried to run the clock out. There should be a preservation notice. I don't know if that's been done yet, but there should be a preservation notice on the paper, uh, especially given in light to what you're saying here um, that is filed. So I, pl I, th I plan on reaching out to the, the uh, team um, that is working with Tina Peters because why, why not preserve it? Now it's, now it's a matter of record of law, right? And once we prove it in one place, we prove it everywhere. And, and by the way, Dominion voting systems, these pieces of garbage over there, um, they, they are doubling down to take away the voice of the American people. And, and frankly, that's really what it's about, is that over time, they've tried to erode trust and they've, they've made it nearly impossible, enslaving an entire nation. Yes, and the second, other than going back to the paper, we need there to be a source, what's called a source code review of Dominion. Yeah. I mean, the exact code that creates the same programs that were running in Mesa. Some expert has to look at that and figure out what caused the manipulation that I just showed you, because there's something in there that did it. All right. Well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm forever grateful for the work that you've done and for the commitment you have to the American people in preserving their voice. So, um, yeah, I got to tell you, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, Jeff, real quick, just I want you to hear some of the comments. Thank you, Jeff, for all the hard work you've done to save this country. Uh, great work, Jeff. Easy to understand your results. Thank you. Uh, there, there's just uh, a plethora of those in the comments. So the, the people who are watching this, they do, they do hear you, and they do, they do understand. And uh, I know a lot of them are very appreciative, as we are. So truly, God bless you. It's, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to uh, a to know you and have God you in, in our camp, brother. Well. All right. God bless you. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff O'Donnell, a true, true hero of the people, has gotten involved and has given of his time, energy, commitment to get to the bottom of the election fraud in Mesa County, Colorado. Um, and it's been stolen in every state. Yeah, and he made, he made that point as he's going through a lot of the the information uh, when he was going through the the mail in totals, uh, and you know moving on to some of the later results. Uh, you know, I, I made a comment about the malfeasance that we're seeing here in Colorado, and 
he made the point, as we all know, uh, but this is not happening just in Colorado. This is not happening just in isolated states. This is happening all over the country. People in every single state in this country had their voice stolen from them, uh, and it is affecting people in every single state. And it is not a Republican issue. It's not a Democrat issue. This is, uh, th- this is a much higher level problem that we have. And so we're, we're blessed that people like Jeff uh, and you, Joe, all the work that, you've doing, that you're doing and all the other individuals that we've had on the show are fighting to expose that and to make clear for the American people who may not have the expertise that, di- that they do to show clearly, as Jeff did in, the, in you know, one of many presentations that, uh, that he's done that we showed here today, exactly how that occurred. Uh, so, again, I said it yesterday, but it, there are no spectators. It, it's time to get off the sidelines, everyone. Absolutely. 100%. Well, hey, I want to thank you for getting in the fight and riding backwards and knowing Jing Jing Peng Peng and Fang Fang and all those. You do that so well. <laughs> and, and by the way, that's not me being... How many of you guys can read Chinese? This guy can read Chinese like it's Mandarin. It's like, shit, shit. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually better at Japanese, believe it or not. Are you? Yeah. Kanishiwa. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you just said, but it sounded good. <laughs> Hopefully it was good. I mean, somebody it was else. Good. It was good. Yeah. The, the multilinguist. Hey, so. What did you just say? Joe, Joe is my friend. Well, how the heck do you know Japanese? <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> and by the way, all the stuff that's happening, by the way, if, if you just want to, if, if you want to know all the stuff that's, that's happening, we are winning. Mask mandates got overruled. Uh, Tay Anderson, uh, did you hear about this? Tay no. Anderson filed a, uh, a defamation suit. His suit was thrown out. Um, so that just happened. And frankly, we're looking forward to the opportunity to sue judges and stuff too. So we're 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 going to build lawfare environments that are going to be that'll rival what the left is doing. I'm looking forward to that. Well, hey, they're going to bring it. We'll bring it. We'll bring it back. Sounds good. All right, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like what you see, uh, subscribe to us on Rumble. We are going to be going live. And, and by the way, just so you guys know, I'm, I'm going to be out next week for five, five days, right? Tuesday through the following five, I thought Tuesday. It was, six. was it six? I'm sorry. Well, days that we're doing it. So there'll, oh, be, okay. yeah. there'll be 10 or so um, that you're, you're, they're going to have lots of guests. They're going to, they're going to fill it up with guests. And you will have Greg and Jake and Ash and some surprise guests that will be um, doing things as well. Um, but I, I am going fishing. I am going to go fishing, and I am going to go hunt for a bear. And so I'm sorry, I'm going to eat my bear too, but I am definitely going to hunt for a bear. And I'm not as excited about the bear as I am fishing. Um, I've never hunted bear before, but I am going to go hunt a bear. And so it's going to be an amazing opportunity. And so I'm going to take this thing called a vacation. That's a novel concept for you. Woo! <laughs> um, and this Thursday, I'll be here in the morning, and then we'll go, we'll, uh, go live at night, and then I will be uh, coming to you live from Portland. Um, so I'll be up in Portland on Friday. So if you're in Portland or you're on that area, I am going to be speaking at an event in Portland. So it should be pretty amazing. I think you'll, I think you'll like it. Um, if you want to hear us live, you can go to conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Cloud Hub, and Frank Speech. If you want to hear, oh, smash the Rumble button on your way out, by the way. 
We do not have nearly enough rumbles for everything that Jeff, yeah. that, uh, Jeff just gave us. Yeah, so what please, is that all about? Let's, let's on, double guys. the rumbles. You guys are being lazy today. Yeah, I don't understand this. And, and I know that the radical left has come in and hit the, the down buttons. I'm going to be like, oh, I did it. Because I can tell those little punks come in here to, to try and down. We got it. one tonight. His name is Cosmo something or other. Oh, is he? Yeah. We've got we've got at least one right. today. Well, I mean, if if he wants to come, if he's in Colorado, come see me. If you're if you're in Alaska, come see me. Right, great place to to get in a fight. Throw <laughs> <in Alaska>. um, <laughs> you in a fishing hole. Hey, why not? Yeah, with with Greg talking to you about you know Chinese fang <laughs> Japanese stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So if you want to listen to us on the uh, the it, we, we're digressing here. We are. Um, when you listen to us on the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. And as I keep remi- being reminded, we're pretty much on every channel out there. Somebody said that I should regulate it. I'm like, mm, why? It gets out to the masses. So give us a five-star review. Go over there. Give us a five-star review. Uh, share this episode with someone that needs to hear it. And if you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. Um, you can follow me on True Social at Joe Oldman or at Conservative Daily. Um, you can also follow us on Telegram at Conservative Daily and at Joe Oldman or t.me slash Joe Oldman. Um, biggest thing for us, guys, is listen, become a member. It's $10 a month. Um, and if I piss you off, you can just go in there and cancel because there's no, like, you have to sign up for a year. Um, I'm probably going to piss you off. So you'll, you'll come and go. And then you'll have a good, a, a good podcast. You're like, ah, I want to become a member again. No, just go be <laughs> a member and just put up with me pissing you off every now and then. Um, also, FEC United, we launched the stuff on um, commissioned. Uh, it's a commissioned app, so it's commissioned.global, or you can go to the commissioned app on Apple or uh, Google Play Store. And if you go to commissioned.global, they have links where you can go directly and download the apps for if you're on an iPhone or an Android. Yeah. Uh, so they make it really simple. Uh, go find me on there. Uh, go find FEC United, and I will get you hooked up. And if you go to fecunited.com, you can become a member for $60. And we're rolling out the People's Chamber of Commerce. I'm going to tell you something. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. The, the, meeting, the meeting that I had today was with a big business leader. And he's like, wow, this is going to be ridiculous. You realize how ridiculous it's going to be? And, and then if you become a member, I'm going to bug you every day of the Chamber of Commerce, by the way. I'm going to bug you every day to only do business with people who are like-minded. You're going to be like, man, I'm sick of this Joe guy. Like, Why is he telling <laughs> us that we need to do business with other patriots? Because that's what you should be doing. Right? All right, that's it. We're done. Shall we but we got to do one thing. We got to pray. Hey, you know what, guys? I think I'm going to I think I'm going to make Greg pray. I'm going to make Apollo pray. He's All praying right. for us tonight. Let's go ahead. All right. Father God, we thank you for connecting like-minded patriots for opening the eyes of Americans all across this country, not just in here here in Colorado, but in every state. Every state that is under your plan that is in your kingdom. We thank you for the patriots, for the brave men and women who are willing to do the hard work, like Jeff O'Donnell, like so many others that we have had on this show, like Dr. Richard Bartlett, who we had the pleasure of speaking with this morning. We pray that you give us strength, that you give us supernatural endurance, that every day that we wake up, we are reminded, whether it's a voice that you send to us, whether it's the dream that we remember, whether we look up and we see a picture of our family sitting on our desk, that we remember why it is we are here on this earth, the mission that we have in front of us, that we are grateful for all the time that we have with our loved ones, for there are so many who have been robbed of that. 
We pray that we will see our nation restored, that our elected leaders, even the ones who are completely against the interests of the American people, we pray that they will have their eyes opened, that people in the hospital systems, in city governments, in the sheriff's office, they will have their hearts opened and they will turn towards you. We just celebrated Easter this past week and, and we are blessed, we are joyous in you rising and we know that that you rise every single time that a man or woman on this earth turns to you. We seek wisdom that we may know when to speak and when not to, when to move our feet and when to stay still. And we pray that as we move through this most exciting period in history, one of great chaos, but also of great enlightening, of great connection, that we will all stand together and that we can see our nation restored to the principles that it was founded on, those based in your laws and not the laws of man. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Man, that was good. Woo! Woo! All I right, love guys. ending the show that way. Hey, listen. God is at the wheel. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep watching us. But there's other people you got to follow, too. There's other good people out there that are in the fight. So I will always tell you to, to think for yourself, use discernment, and stay in the fight. God bless you all. See you tomorrow.